Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. To conquer frustration, one must remain intensely focused on the outcome, not the obstacles. T.F. Hodge Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk. For today, I'm actually not drinking a coffee, funny enough. I am currently drinking a bottle of water to, you know, be healthy. (laughs) I've already drank in a coffee today, which tends to be the overall theme every time I sit down to record one of these. That said, I'm literally just waiting for 3 p.m. to roll around so that I can, you know, dabble with my second coffee of the day, which has been my recent routine. One coffee in the morning, one coffee at 3 p.m., and then I don't let myself have too much more because otherwise I get super hyped up, super anxious, and I'm all over the place, which I'm kind of doing right now. So to bring it back to today's topic, today's actually going to be part two of last week's episode, and that was all about calming pretty much our inner shitstorm, for lack of a better word, taking our emotions and checking them so that we can let them pass through us and almost just like deal with them and let them bubble up and surface so that we can have a cleansed palette to start working with. So if you guys did miss episode one, I highly recommend you go back and you check it out because that will make this episode have a lot more, you know, depth and sense to it. But by all means, you can also probably just listen to this if you don't feel like you need to calm some sort of inner shit storm and you just want to get going with conquering your world, then that that works too. Recently, I myself have been feeling just super controlled by my emotions. And it's not something that I deal really easily with because I know and I've been in mindsets before where my emotions are just a mere expression of how I'm feeling and I'm able to kind of deal with my feelings 
in order to let those emotions pass. But lately, I feel like I've been caught up a lot in kind of identifying with my emotions and letting my emotions almost imprison me rather than using them to express or to channel them into a different type of energy, which is something that I tend to preach, but I really should be practicing more recently. And that is what inspired this little two-part series on my podcast, because it wasn't even just that I wanted to figure it out, but I also just needed to talk about it. I needed to get it off my chest so that I didn't feel so alone in it, I guess, especially when it comes to our emotions and feeling very dictated by our emotions and feeling just super weighed down by our emotions. It makes it easy to make us feel like we're alone in that and that no one might understand or maybe you just don't want to, you know, vent it out because you're afraid of sounding like you're complaining or being dramatic. But honestly, I think that it's kind of normal that we all go through phases where sometimes our emotions are running really high and we're feeling very overwhelmed and it suddenly just feels like our lives have turned very chaotic and just all over the place that it's hard to anchor exactly how we feel about things and to anchor exactly what our intention and our purpose is because we're so scatterbrained. And so that is why in episode one, I kind of went through the whole meditation I like to do to just kind of sit with my thoughts and sit with my emotions and sit with my feelings and and really just kind of welcome them to be what they are so that I can stare at them face to face and own them rather than run away from them. Because when we run away from our emotions and we run away from our problems and our feelings, then we let them turn into fears and we let them turn into boundaries that keep us stuck in a place that might keep us safe, but ultimately makes us play small. And I don't like playing small. I don't want my life to be small. I want to be powerful. I want to feel, you know, good. I just want to wake up every day and want to just go after life and and feel like no matter what happens, I've got me. So in that case, I did the whole meditation in last week's episode on how to calm our worlds. And this episode is going to be all about conquering our world. Today, we're going to be moving it into taking ownership of our lands and building them back up. I remember watching uh, a video once and I totally forget what video it was now because it was so long ago, but something that stuck with me from it was all about how if you were to think of your life as an island and let's say in the last episode we calmed our island, now we need to conquer our island and build it back up. When you have a piece of land that you're stuck on, there is no getting to any other island, there is no way of changing where you are, this is the island you were given. We shouldn't be comparing our island to the one that's next over, we shouldn't be, you know, polluting our islands, I think we should be building them from the ground up as communities within ourselves that make us feel or thrive at our best capacity. When we let our storms take over and completely ruin our land, or we don't take care of our land, or we don't learn to love our land and become one with our land, we are not at peace with ourselves. That is just like a very weird metaphor for how we deal with ourselves because our body is our land, our mind is our land, and the way that we treat our souls is our land. So we need to learn how to now not only calm the storm that goes on on our island, but then build up after we let the storm pass and thrive more than we ever have before. So now that we've stopped our storms, let's start talking about conquering over our islands once again. So I feel like we should just, you know, keep it easy and start with the basics. Mind, body, soul, those are like the three main pillars that make up who we are. 
And so starting with our bodies, I feel like this has to be number one because that is our physical realm and that is how we experience the life around us. I'm currently reading a book called Brand New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, and he talks about how our physical entities are basically a reflection or a translation of our inner sense of consciousness. So if you think about it, when you don't take care of your body and you don't sleep enough, you don't take care of your skin, you're not eating good foods that you know are just genuinely good for you, you're not exercising, you're not doing the things that just literally makes your body thrive and feel good, That's a really good reflection as to where you are at consciously inside yourself. Because when we're in tune with life and we're in tune with ourselves, we ultimately want to take care of ourselves. We want to sleep. We want to feel good. We want to eat good foods. We want to work out. We want to move our bodies. That's not to say that we can't, you know, spend Friday night eating pizza and Saturday having drinks with our friends. It just means that you learn to find that balance for you that lets you enjoy life all the while enjoy taking care of yourself. And that's why I feel like this one needs to come first because our bodies are literally the thing that stands between us and our world around us. And they are what creates our action, our words, our ability to do, to manifest, to create, to, you know, cultivate action, to cultivate thought. All of that stems from our physical bodies. So we have to start there. When we don't take care of our bodies, it means that we're self-sabotaging and we're out of alignment, which is a whole other episode I actually did. Episode 11 is all about how to stop self-sabotaging. So if you want to dive more into that topic, I highly suggest you pop back a few episodes and definitely go listen to that one. But ultimately, when we think about how the foods we eat, the exercise we do, the rest we take, the water we drink, the way we look at our bodies, the way we nourish ourselves, both externally and internally, like not just about our physical appearance, but also how our body is running on the inside. That is the first way to start caring for our inner selves and caring for our land, like once again. It starts at the surface, but not at a surface level. We we can't do it for the sake of proving ourselves to other people. We can't do it from the intention of, you know, wanting to just look a certain way or fit a certain ideal or what society tells us is beautiful or to do it for basically narcissistic reasons. We have to do it for a wholesome reason. We have to keep our intentions pure. We have to just want to do it for the sake of feeling good, for the sake of taking care of ourselves, for the sake of literally just loving the body that you came in and needing to take care of it because it is our responsibility to do that. Nobody's going to force us to drink enough water. Nobody's going to force us to get enough sleep. Nobody's going to force us to eat the right foods. We need to find our own balance. We need to take our own responsibilities and we need to step up to the plate and take that power back and take it into our own hands and find a way to love doing so. Self-respect is just showing yourself that you are worth loving and that you are accepting of yourself and that taking care of yourself, you have your best interest at heart in all ways. It's literally stemming from the fact that if you're not feeling 100% within yourself, if you're out of alignment with who you are on the physical realm, if you're tired, you're foggy, you're not, you know, thinking straight, you're not having a healthy relationship between you, your body, and all of the things that encompass who we are physically, then how can we expect to turn around and slay our lives and conquer our worlds when we're barely even doing that with ourselves, you know? Our bodies are quite literally the portal between the world around us, and the world within us. 
They are what we use to greet others with. They are the first thing we present ourselves as and what we use to manifest the lives of our dreams through action and speech. We should never, ever, ever take them for granted. We should never take the ability that we have to be listening, seeing, talking, moving, eating, All of these things are things that we can't take for granted, and all of these things are things that we need to show a little bit of love and respect to in order to show ourselves that no matter what, we are ready to conquer our lands. We're ready to own our bodies, and it starts with accepting ourselves for who we are, pushing ourselves to be the best we can be, but loving ourselves all the way in between. And so next, when it comes to conquering our islands, once again, I feel like the follow-up to our bodies is our mind, because that is our mental state. We started with our physical realm, and now we're going into the mental capacity that we have that kind of accompanies us physically. This is things like our self-talk, our perspectives on the world, our attachments, and even our ego. If you take one day to just filter through your self-talk, see where you are in terms of your mental state. Rate it on a scale of one to 100. Maybe you can even think back to all the thoughts you've had today leading up to this podcast. Were they positive? Were they catering to you? Were they serving you in any way? Or were they really diminishing? Were they really pessimistic? Were they really kind of, you know, egotistical in a way? As much as it sucks to admit, we all go through phases where we even think really kind of gross, like almost like our thoughts are a really ugly version of ourselves. And it's not that we are those thoughts. It's just that we've fallen unconscious. We've fallen out of alignment and we need to conquer our minds again. We need to basically rule our thoughts or our thoughts will rule us. It's crazy because even though I feel as though my life has been in a really, really good place lately, I've been catching myself in such like super negative self-talk tailspins that leave me truly questioning just how I went from having such an amazing day to suddenly feeling agitated and irritated by everything around me, including myself, and just feeling so drained and feeling like nothing's ever good enough and feeling like nothing makes me feel good or nothing makes me feel happy. And I can literally flip that switch so quickly just solely based on one thought, one toxic, poisonous thought that just seeps its way into everything else around me. When you think of your mind like a garden, you can see or almost visualize the way that we need to weed out our negative thoughts and perspectives on the world and of ourselves so that we can let the good shit grow. Like if you want to grow flowers and you want to grow plants and succulents and cacti and all of these crazy cool plants, we need to weed out all of the poisonous, restrictive plants that are soaking up all of our time, soaking up all the energy and soaking up all the nutrients that we have and using them for bad. Like just because weeds look pretty on the outside doesn't mean that they're doing any good on the inside. So we need to weed out those negative thoughts, weed out our shortcuts, weed out our shortcomings and only plant things that are serving us, only plant things that make us feel good and only plant things that are beautiful in in the least corniest way as possible. (laughs) I like to think of meditation as my own kind of mental gardening moments. It's the most effective way for me to kind of figure out where I am mentally and listen to my subconscious bubble up with sporadic thoughts and then almost just observe them from an outsider's perspective and observe these thoughts from a detached place and ask if they're doing me more serving or more suffering or is this, you know, a 
allowing me to do greater good within or even just on the outside of me? Or is this allowing me to do great damage to not only myself, but those around me because of that toxic energy I then carry out through my words and my actions? This is how I mentally weed out any pessimistic views I might find myself unintentionally slipping into, demeaning thoughts about myself, worries or anxieties for the future, or even residual energies from moments that have already passed that I should have let go of. And without even realizing that I haven't let go of them, I'm letting that residual energy seep into the present moment and seep into future moments and take away all of that shine and all of that brightness. When we take responsibility for our perspectives on the world, when we let go of our grudges, when we forgive ourselves and forgive others, when we choose to see and believe the good in all people and radiate that mental stillness from a place inside, not only do you feel that inner calmness with yourself at all times, you also actually tend to extend that feeling to those that are around you and allow yourself to become someone who gives good energy rather than sucks it dry. So which would you consider yourself to be right now? Take the day, kind of filter through your self-talk, your thoughts, your perspectives, and figure out where is your mental state? What is your mental garden looking like? And where do you need to do some serious weeding? And while you mull that over, I'm going to take a quick mid-roll break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's Coffee Talk episode is brought to you guys by Stamps.com. These days, you can practically get everything you want on demand. Like my podcast, for instance. You can listen to it whenever you want and when it's convenient for you. But did you know you can even get postage on demand? All you need is Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can access all of the services of the post office right from your desk. It's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and all you have to do is click print and mail and you're done. Perfect for things like starting up a new business. For instance, when I started up Co's, something like stamps.com would have been super ideal. Instead, I did it all by hand. Or if you just need to mail something really quick and last minute, then stamps.com is exactly what you need in your life. And right now, you guys can use the promo code Coffee Talk to get a four-week trial, including postage, 
and a digital scale. So don't wait, go to stamps.com and before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Coffee Talk. That's stamps.com and enter Coffee Talk. Now let's get back to the episode. So now that we've stepped into the responsibility of conquering both our bodies and our minds, I feel like now is the time to tie it all together with the final force that masks everything. And that is our soul, our oneness and our wholeness with everything around us. When we stay students in life, and we're always willing to kind of grow and learn. We leave an innocence in our souls that allow us to flourish into more loving and compassionate human beings on a day-to-day basis. When we let go of our ego, when we stop letting this level of you know unconscious thought control our lives and we tap into something more, something bigger, we tap into our core, we tap into our radiant energy that makes us who we are and that is such a calm state of just trust then we are so in tune with the world around us and we're so in tune with the world within us that we literally conquer from a place that is calm rather than a place that is force. I like to believe that deep down, all of us here on earth have a good soul. Souls that just want to connect and to love and to live and to breathe, to express, to expel, to adventure, and ultimately to just radiate. When we do the things that come from this inner desire from all of us, life just makes a lot more sense. It slows down and moments tend to last longer. Foods tend to taste better. Sleep will just come easier and love comes from everywhere and lessons are learned from everything. Like the whole world just seems to suddenly go at a pace that was meant for us, at a rhythm that is so in tune with who we are that Everything we do comes from this sort of place within that just feels aligned and feels right and feels in tune. I can't describe it. It's hard to put it into words, but you have probably felt this way before, tapped into it, even if it was just for a short period of time and felt that good, just genuine, calm energy for doing nothing outside of the normal other than just coming from such a good place of intention and coming from a good place of trust with yourself and with your world. Not to mention that finding things to be grateful for and learning to almost enjoy our lives happens more naturally when we are suddenly in a constant state of awe and adoration for the incredible lives that we're able to live. I mean, think of it. Think of how much love you've been shown your whole life. Think of how many laughs that you're never going to forget. Think of all the things you've done today and how incredibly lucky you are to have witnessed all of it, to have participated in all of it, to have seen it through your eyes, something that no one else on this earth can say that they got to do today. Doesn't it make you want to notice it more? To not only want to conquer our lands or our seas, but to also show how incredibly powerful they are. To find that power that comes from doing it solely because doing it just feels good. It's not about proving yourself to anyone. It's not about proving yourself even just to yourself. It's literally just about wanting to tap into that feel-good energy, that feel-good vibe because we all do deserve to. At the end of the day, we all deserve to be happy people. So why not just let yourself do it solely just to enjoy it, solely just to be happy? Conquering your soul comes from the understanding that you are you. That is something that will never change. 
and should never change. No one has been handed the same tools that you have, has been given the same opportunities that you have or that wait for you, or the heart that you hold that loves all of the people and the things that mean the most to you here on this earth. You can leave your tools on the ground and let the outside world build the life around you. You can pick up your tools and use them to build walls or destruction that keep you safe and secure, but always feel like something is missing. Or you can take your tools and build out a pathway to destinations unknown, but with the intention of making it something amazing and enjoying the views and steps and the people that will join you and come in and out of that walking path with you every step of the way. You can build up homes for the hearts that you love the most, gardens for the foods that will fuel you, streets that will lead you to new places and faces and pathways that will lead you to new ideas and inspirations and an island of your life, the oasis of your actual dreams. And that is how you not only calm your seas, but you conquer your land. So in conclusion, I mean, just lately, I've been feeling myself like my feet just weren't on solid ground. I felt like I was just swept up in a chaotic storm of just so much going on and so much emotion that I just needed so badly to calm the storm and feel like I was conquering things once again because without that, I felt powerless. I felt like I was letting, just like we were talking about, the world outside build itself around me rather than me build my world and me build my life into everything that was going on, to understand my power, to own that power, to nourish myself, nourish my body, nourish my mind, weed out all of this negative self-talk and ultimately just reconnect with my purpose and my soul and my center and my balance and find that power and passion within again that relied on nothing other than just myself and a, a wholeness that comes from accepting who we are accepting what we've been given and then choosing to use it for good and choosing to see it in an optimistic way. That's when I came up with this meditation and visualization two-part series in last week's episode and then today's with the whole island and metaphors and all that fun stuff. So hopefully you guys followed along. I hope it wasn't too all over the place and that it maybe resonated with even just one of you because I know that this is something that has been going on and has been very predominant in my life and even just writing these out and recording them has been making me feel so much better. And ultimately, if you did resonate with it, just know that we all get swept up from life time and time again. But trust is what is always going to bring us back to who we ultimately are. We are not our emotions. We are not the negative voices inside of our heads. We are not the shitty things that happen to us. We are not the mistakes that we make. We are underneath all of those things, and we should never let the fear of life or the fear of ourselves keep us from the part of us that is vibrant and whole and hidden away behind all of these shadows. We need to shine anyways. We need to shine despite the crap going on in our lives. We need to laugh despite the bad times going on. We need to love despite the fear of being hurt. We need to dance even though there's things to be doing. And we need to shine even though we might be surrounded by darkness. That's it. That's all. And that's exactly what I and myself am trying to do. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Definitely be sure to check back next week. We're jumping into more topics. And if you guys ever have any requests for these Coffee Talk topics or episodes, definitely feel free to tweet, Instagram, or even just comment here on CastBox or wherever you're listening, and I will check them out and add them to my list. 
Aside from that, I hope you guys are having the most amazing day. I love you guys to the stars and back, and I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.